Revolutionary Prophecy is a podcast of Unitarian Universalist faith centered on faith for action, pride, liberty, justice, liberation, and creation. Revolutionary Prophecy is grounded in radical love, care, and sanctuary movements, all while simultaneously disrupting patriarchy and all systems of oppression plaguing our world. As the holders of revolutionary prophecies, we must do everything in love, as we do justice, love mercy, and tread humbly. Open the book of life. What do you see as you flip through its pages, soaking it all up? Where is the joy, the pain, the hope, the loss, the love? Now close it tight. Place your hands over your heart and pause. Then open the book of life again. Pause once more. Remember, beloved, be vulnerable and begin again in love. Wherever you are, beloved, take a deep breath. So much has changed, and so much pain has taken place. Breathe. Like so many, maybe like you, I'm healing. I'm healing from mental and physical trauma. I'm healing from religious trauma, from loss, and years of pandemic uncertainty that are still ongoing. The point is, I'm healing. And we're all healing from something. Now, I know that there is a massive stigma around saying that one is healing and that one might need a counselor or a spiritual director. But let me also share that for me, All of those years of counseling and now months of spiritual direction are the reason I am who I am today. They are why I'm learning what it means to thrive. Counseling, spiritual directors, or speaking with someone about one's pain should not come with stigma, but with openness, curiosity, and love. They should be a powerful tool for liberation, but far too often they are not. Well, they are, but we don't seek them. We don't seek them because of that stigma. We don't seek it because talking to someone has become so stigmatized That if we are to say we are weak, if we are to say that we need to speak to someone, if we are to say that we need medication to simply get by, that we don't know who we are 
and that we need someone to help us explore and understand that, that we've been through so much that our spirit is breaking, that we don't know if we can crawl out of bed one more day. We're seen as someone who just needs to pull it together, needs to get their life in check, needs to do all of these things that, sure, we want to, but it's hard sometimes. And because it's hard sometimes, we need to be able to talk to people. We need to be able to open our hearts to all the love and the pain, the uncertainty, the loss, the grief, the trauma. Bear it. Put it all on the line for somebody to help us pick back up the pieces. That's what counseling and spiritual direction, that's what is so beautiful about being able to share with a counselor or a spiritual director is all about. That's what showing up and speaking with a friend about your pain, your uncertainty, is all about. Realizing that it takes all of us to heal all of us. And that in doing so, we have to be able, we have to be willing to forgive, to apologize, to apologize when we've hurt others and to forgive those when they have hurt us. And that's hard work, beloved. I did this years ago when I was being bullied and harassed and ridiculed, beaten up at the hands of oppressors, growing up as a queer kid in the South, being mocked because of my height, mocked because of a speech impediment, mocked for you name it. At some point, I had to let go. But to let go, I had to be able to forgive. Now, I wasn't going to go and call everybody that oppressed me and tell them directly how their impact and the bullying affected me because that would take too much time and energy and I don't know if they would have heard what I had to say. But what I did do was write an open letter to all those that oppressed me as a queer teen in the South. And I wrote this letter about Four and a half years ago now, when I was in my early 20s, now nearing 30, I, in the last week or so, revisited the letter. And knowing what I know now, having a rich theology of Unitarian Universalism, having explored and deepened my understanding of myself even more, 
I rewrote the letter, adding to it, adding more compassion, more love, more authentic truth. And so I shared this letter with you. This letter that helped me to forgive and let go and hold compassion for all of those that oppressed me as a teen. Dear people who have helped me over the years, I'm still here. I'm still queer. While your constant bullying helped me mentally and physically, it did not change my sexual orientation. It did not prevent me from dating guys and those who are non-binary. It did not stop me from loving the arts or from finding love, falling out of love, and finding love again and again. Don't get me wrong. Your hatred for the person I was then really hurt. And I often cried myself to sleep at night, wondering how you could be so cruel. Why you hated my very existence so much. And why I even cared in the first place. But then again, I was young. Your opinion mattered to me, but not anymore. Your words of hatred stuck with me. They stayed with me for years and caused me so much pain. Yet over the years, I have realized who I am, who I was, and who I am becoming. And I wanted to tell you, I wanted to tell you that I forgive you for all that you put me through, for the countless nights you made me cry, for making me afraid to go to school, for beating me up, for the years of mental abuse, for the name calling. I forgive you. I have realized that while you were hurting me, you might have been hurt as well. You might have been being hurt by someone else's words or hands and just needed someone to tell you that they loved you. You might have needed somebody to tell you that it's going to be okay, that you don't need to worry anymore. You might have needed someone to set you free, and you might have needed someone to be your friend. What I'm saying might seem weird, but because of the pain you caused me, I have become a much stronger young adult, full of dreams, passions, and resiliency. In times of oppression, I have become more aware of who I am and have found my voice. 
And I'm working on using my voice, my story, the pain that you once caused to minister to those who are hurting. I have become a decisive voice in the river of oppression and am adding my voice to the ever-growing ocean of love that our nation and world need to thrive. So yes, while at times what you said made me feel defeated, I have risen above your hate, above your ignorance, and I have become a stronger, better, more outspoken person because of it. So let me say again that I forgive you. I forgive you for what you did. And I thank you for helping me become the person I am today, though I know at the time that was not your intention. I hope that you have found peace in your life. And I hope you have forgiven yourself for the pain you caused me and countless others over the years. I hope you are thriving now in life as I am. As for me, I'm still healing. And I'm growing. I'm learning to love myself. Are you? I sure hope so. May you be well. May you thrive. May you find joy and compassion and love in your life. Because we need one another in some weird, unknown, cosmic universe. We need one another to thrive so that we all might thrive. For my surviving, my thriving is interconnected, interwoven into a tapestry that needs you in it. So I hope you are well. I hope you found peace. I hope you have found love and joy and happiness. I know I have. Writing that letter was a process of healing, of reconnecting the pieces. Where have you been hurt in your life, beloved? Would writing a letter help you as well? If so, I invite you to do so. You don't have to share it with anyone. It can just be for you, but it might just be the peace you need to let go, to forgive those who have oppressed you, to live your life openly, honestly, and authentically, to thrive in the world. So beloved, remember, we're all in this together. My wealth, my dignity is tied up with your wealth and dignity. My love 
is connected to your love, my pain, your pain, my joy, your joy. Take a breath, beloved. Take a deep breath. Remember, be vulnerable and begin again in love. May it be so, Ashe, and blessed be.